You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. Welcome everybody to Talking League Sunday with the Kiwis with Jay Warrior and Shooter. Uh, we're brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win. Download the app and play now. So it's uh, just me and Jay Warrior for, for a couple of weeks while Kyle's on a little bit of a break. So um, how's it going, Jay Warrior? Yeah, it's all good. I've had a busy week. I spent uh, four days down in uh, freezing Naseby in the bottom half of the South Island where it was struggling to get to about six degrees. And then... Uh, <laughs> Got on the bird yesterday, and I've uh, landed on the Gold Gold Coast, and it's about twenty five degrees. So, uh, no, it's pleasant. So, pop down to the local today to have a few uh, quiet beers while I watch the Warriors uh, lose. And uh, yeah, no, it's good. Nice to be over here. So you're there on a golf trip, are you? As well as Magic Ground? Ah, uh, no, family holiday, and then oh. I just book in. Yeah, book in the back end so that I'm there for Magic Ground and. Um, Lefty's Music Hall on Saturday at 12pm. So, yeah, looking forward to that as well. So, uh, no, get the best of both worlds, I suppose. What about you, Shooter? You'd have a busy week, wouldn't you? Uh, well, this weekend's been pretty quiet for me. Um, after a big one last weekend, I was on a stag do. So, uh, it was a big weekend. But this, So, this weekend, I just, we just sat in, painted, been painting our fence and things like that. So, uh, just getting the house ready. Might Might sell the house soon, so see how we go but uh before we get into our studs and duds we'll just talk about magic ground where you'll see rich might take one of his kids along maybe uh come join us at magic ground for our live podcast on saturday 6th of may drinks start at 12 p.m with the live podcast kicking off at 1 p.m at lefty's music hall uh the entry is free and tk andy corby jason rich and jake will be there to chat fantasy narratives and lots of dribble as normal uh, with the first game being at 3 p.m. Uh, with the Warriors and Panthers, it's a perfect chance to get a few under the belt and get ready for a cracking day at the at the footy. So you'll see Panthers go uh, zero and two for the last two weeks. Um, it's at Lefties, which is on Caxton Street across the road from Suns Court, Sun Corp Stadium. So all the boys will see you there. Unfortunately, um, I can't make it, but hopefully next year. But uh, we'll we'll kick off into into our studs, and you took the beautiful Nico Hines, Richie. Yeah, I was pretty excited because I pulled the old trade from Cleary to Hines. Uh, there was all that talk about will he play, won't he play, and so the no the head noise started to get to me a little bit, and then I just thought. I was going to have Hines at the start of the season anyway. I figured there was a 10-point gap in them before this game. And I also thought that Cleary wasn't doing any goal kicking. So for me, 
we talk about 10 points of value. I thought I could see 10 points of value going Heinz. So I was happy I pulled the trigger and then obviously put the big captain on him. And he went ba-bang and dominated. Probably a little bit unlucky not to raise the bat and bring up the hundy. But it was uh, very exciting when you bring in someone, a big dog like that. And so it'll be a popular move next week, but it's going to cost people $63,000, I think, to do that same move. Plus, I got the extra points this week. So uh, it's always nice when you get one of those calls right. Yeah, I, I did the about- same. I, I, I didn't go clear to Heinz, but I did manage to get Heinz in, um, which I was very happy about. It looked, it looked like he was going to go huge. Eh? That first half, he was on like 45 or something before half, like real early on. He was on like 30-something after five minutes. So uh, uh, 30 with the captain on him anyway. Uh, so he looked like he was going to go huge, So which he did. And um, I was happy to yeah. put the C on him. Considering I did, I did consider captaining uh, Joey Manu because I thought he might rip up the Warriors, but I'm glad I did not do that. Uh, but for my stud this week, I took Connolly Lemuelu. Uh, so he was another very impressive player this weekend. So he had 90 fantasy points, um, which uh, he had some great attacking stats. He had two tries, uh, two line breaks, and six tackle breaks. Uh, against the Raiders there. He also made 41 tackles and had one try save. So he was very good, and he got over for some great tries. He just looks so good. If he um, can keep playing like that the rest of the year, he'll be a great player to have in your squad. Yeah, I didn't see the game because I was uh, was flying, and I get off, and then you finally get your data package sorted, and I clicked on, and I was like, whoa, 80 points. I was pretty pretty stoked. I heard a few people getting off him as well and I couldn't really understand because I think one of the reasons people brought him in to start with was for that cover over buy rounds because the Dolphins have a good schedule plus he's got that edge centre um, jewel. So yeah, yeah that, there'll be a few sick people this week that have got off certain players and then when they go big it's a very sickening feeling. Yep. Yeah, uh, like I, I got him in the, f- the first or second week he was on the team. So um, I was pretty happy with that. I think it, it was pretty much a must-have with that centre playing on the edge. Um, those are the type of players you want. And he came in, when he came in, he was pretty cheap. So um, I think he changed the edge this as well, and he looks better playing on the right edge where he's got that right foot step. So yeah. hopefully uh, he, he's obviously not going to score 90 every week, but if he can get up towards 45-50 over the next five or six weeks, it'd be nice if he could just generate a little bit of cash as a little bonus for us people that loyally held on to him. Yep, 100%. He's probably going to be a keeper for a while anyway because uh, if you don't have one of him, or probably him and Bird or him and Joey Manu, your centre's probably not looking that consistently good that you like in a in the center position but um we'll get into a few questions if there's any here there's lots of lots of comments not not many questions um so jay we've got jay here so he has the bellin stud what's your thoughts on the bellin rich yeah i watched him i watched him that first week and i could give him a pass I was like, nah, I'm going to avoid him because I want to take the three dates. But he's had three dates now. He played 80 minutes this week. And when you look at that back row of uh, 
St. George, it's just mud. And he's the only person that A, knows how to tackle consistently and B, has any sort of engine. So uh, he will be getting a run in my team this week and I just have to find a way to get him in. They've also got a reasonable buy schedule, the Dragons. So, yeah, definitely a stud. Um, I'll be paying for those three dates that I've taken him on now because he's going to be a little bit more expensive. But uh, he, he's almost a must bring in for me this this round. Yeah, what about you? definitely with those. With those minutes, a eh, like he's playing. What what did he play today? Eighty minutes, seventy, mm. uh, eighty. No, he played, he played 80. the whole eighty. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting that from a from a middle who is very fit and he doesn't slow down throughout the game. He's a proven fantasy gun, which everyone when he came back he had a bit of a hiatus for however many years, two years or whatever, um, and he wasn't he wasn't around and everyone. Thought well, he's older. How's he? What's he going to do? But he was an origin. He was an origin forward. So um, if he was in a better team, he probably could possibly get back to that with his defense and all that. So yeah, and he shouldn't make origin this year anyway. I think he's probably a year away from getting back if he ever makes it back. But again, Freddie's a bit of a loose unit. He could just take him. Yeah, who knows what Freddie will do. Uh, we've got a, another question here from Silgatonga. So Preston and Hoskins sells. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I got I got rid of Preston this week. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I do. I see these questions a lot pop up in the DMs, and sometimes it's a bit like Hopgood. Everyone wanted to sell Hopgood two or three weeks ago, but sometimes if you can hold just for as long as possible, just remember how much you paid for them and think, yes, you might lose a little bit of money at the top end, but they're also tried and true performers. And so getting mm. rid of them, Preston had his worst week this week and he could be on the chopping block because... He had an HIA. He doesn't, yeah, he had an HIA, but he's still bludging it out a little bit. I don't think... But he'll still probably average around 50, low 50, Hosking, I think, has a lot more of an upside. Um, so I don't think Hosking will be a sell, but just remember that you've got to replace him with someone guaranteed to be better because otherwise you're just going sideways. So um, some of the DMs you get, you, you know, I'll get people say, what about Preston to TPJ? Now, there's no upside. So just think about what's the upside. If you're going Preston to maybe JDB and JDB is going to average 55, 60, do it. But if you're going to go Preston to someone that's just filling a gap or a role or has had one good week, don't do it. Yeah. Don't yeah, you're going to hold Hosking? Yeah, definitely. I, like that game, uh, he got 47 in like a torrential rain. Like you, like you say, you've got, to, you've got to hold him. He's got that spot. Um, I just wanted to sell Preston. I it was either sell Preston or Hosking. Because I was thinking about round thirteen, because um, I don't think Preston plays round thirteen. Uh, I'll be embarrassed if he does. But I bought in um, Sean Lane, so which I was a little bit disappointed by. It was probably a bit of a risky, a risky trade, but uh, it's worked out okay this week. We'll see how it goes next week. Yeah. What? Um, oh no, keep going. I was just going to say. I talked about me going Cleary to Hines. Do you think that'll be a popular trade this week? Kim, our good friend of the show, Kim, who's a male, is asking. I think he's a friend of yours. 
Uh, yeah, he's a Howard boy, Kim. Uh, Cleary to Hines probably is going to be a popular trade this week. Uh, it, I don't know. It's not sideways because um, the upside's there. Who? No one actually knows if, like, Cleary is definitely playing Origin. No one knows if Hines is playing Origin. There's lots of talk that Luai, you, you go with your combinations, so Cleary and Luai are going to be the seven and six and all that sort of stuff. Hines, um, he's just leading that Sharks team around the park very nicely. His average must be what close to being 70-something. What's his average at the moment? 81 points. 81.4 points at the moment. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so yeah. compared to Cleary, who's got an Cleary, average of... Cleary 68 or something. Yeah, 67.6. So I don't yeah. want Cleary to Hines. If you can have both of them, well, you're onto a winner. But... um. If you need to, if you need to do that, clear it to Heinz, and you've got the cash, do it. I, I wouldn't talk anyone yeah. out of it. I don't think it's sideways, no. especially because he's going to be your captain as well. So those points double. You know, like if there's ten points yeah. difference, it now becomes twenty points difference, and that's that's going to add up pretty quickly. So I, I won't be saying no to anyone doing that trade. No. Uh, Lua Gilbert, so Johnson and Ford Sales. I don't, I don't think Sean Johnson is, uh, but I am starting to think uh, Jackson Ford has probably topped out a little bit, but he still always sort of manages to struggle to those mid 45s. Um, and his, like we talked about this before we went live, Rich, um, that dual position is very handy and he plays like some important, important weeks. What's your thoughts? Yeah, John Johnson. The only reason you might sell him is if you're going to Heinz because you've only got to find 200k or something. Um, but I'll be holding Johnson all season. I think you can disregard today today's game. It was an absolute uh, debacle in that weather, so no one was really going to carve it up. Uh, and Ford, yeah. If you went through at the start of the season, maybe we should uh, focus on this next year and pick players that have or that play fantasy, Ford is not one because he knows how to miss a tackle, whereas you've got <laughs> other players that know how to do a flop or you just feel like they've got themselves in their own team. Ford is definitely not one of those guys. He's just a real team guy and puts his body on the line and he just slips off some of those tackles. A lot of those seven missed tackles today were just dumb, you know, like he didn't need to, but he sort of like done the old... Uh, Red Marnie trick, which is you just get hit and then fall backwards, but you've stopped the momentum and let the other guys come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that durability, I personally am going to hold Ford over the buy. I got him cheap. And if he loses a bit of money, uh, I'd rather have players playing over those buy periods than not. Yeah, 100%. If, I, if you don't need to trade them you're, and you've max traded or something, like Ford is definitely going to be important, especially with that dual. And the way people are going out with HIAs and injuries and medicine dropping out with um, stomach bugs and things like that, players like that become important. So uh, definitely I'd consider holding. Murray JDB next week. Is that sideways, Rich? Uh, probably not. Murray's starting to bleed cash pretty badly and um, he's going to miss with origin so you can justify it as long as you can justify it any trade's a good trade <laughs> so for me i could justify that by saying if i hold on to murray he's going to lose 100 150 000 over the next couple of weeks 
and JDB is going to score similar, if not better. Yep. No, that is my thoughts also. Origin plays a big part in that, and like I say, JDB probably won't be there at Origin time, so um, yeah. I don't think that is a bad call at all. Uh, what about that that question from Joshua Rupp? He asks if RFM a buy. You you saw the game today, didn't you, Shooters? You look pretty good. Yeah, well, I've always been a fan of Raymond for Tyler Mariner. Um, I'm just having a quick look to see what he scored today. He played decent minutes, um, and I don't think that was influenced. There wasn't, yeah, there was no no injuries or anything on that side, eh? So, um, I don't mind it. He he's a proven fantasy, like a good fantasy player in the past. He's just um, had a slow start to the years. Played fairly low minutes, sort of like low 30s, early 40 minutes. Um, so he's one one to definitely keep an eye on. Maybe watch last, uh, watch next week, see what his minutes are. Yeah, and... he, got, he got off the edge this week and got into lock. And I think lock is his position, isn't it, where he can just sort of flop on those tackles a bit better. Yeah, yeah. And he's got nice footwork and always seems to like sort of slip and offload and break that first tackle and whatnot. So um, I definitely do not mind that. Uh, before we get into our duds, uh, just want to talk about game day squad. So create, coach, compete, and fantasy footy for free with game day squad. It's your skill, your squad, your fantasy. So play now. Um, you can open new, free uh, new player packs each week and build your ultimate squad. It's fun. It's free. It's easy. Compete and play now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. It is good fun. We know our friend Kyle plays a lot of game day squad. He's probably better at game day squad than he is at fantasy this year. <laughs> I think he will be listening, so yeah, you'll be copping a DM on that one. <laughs> uh, so, Duds, this week, Rich, you had Val Holmes. Uh, I actually put Ryan Madison first because that guy, he's as soft as butter, that guy. Harden up, mate. You know, take a couple of cold and flu tablets and go to work like I do. You know, just soft. And it obviously meant that then I had to play BMM, which is pretty tough. And I felt bad naming Val Holmes as my dud, but he did only score 26, and they got fair flogged, the old um, cowgirls. So it was rough. Um, He tries hard, but he also can miss a tackle, old Val. So, yeah, I'm going to keep holding him, but no, I might not hold him, actually. He could be gone because my centres are... Are good. I've got Jack DeBellin, I've got Manu, although I'm playing Manu in the wing fullbacks because that is a bit of a debacle at the moment. But I've also got Jack, Lemuel, Jack so nah, Manu Manu is wing fullback. No, no, you said Jack DeBellin. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, no, I'm getting you, it. It's on my mind. Are you cheating? Yeah. Are you cheating, Joe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the cheat code. I can play Jack DeBellin as my wing fullback. Yeah. Nah, so, um, yeah. I don't mind it. No, cool. Uh, my dad, my dad this week was Reese Walsh. So he's had two dud weeks, really. He got a twenty-eight last week, and he got an eighteen this week, and it sort of coincides with playing better teams than he's than he's had to play before that. Uh, but against the Bunnies, he just didn't do much at all. He had four errors, uh, only ran for one hundred and twenty meters, had fifty-one kicking meters. Uh, only had to make four tackles, 
he only had uh, how many missed tackles? He only had three missed tackles, which I was quite surprised about because it seemed a lot more. But he probably just didn't get close to them sometimes. Uh, he just yeah, I've got a... the, the... sorry. I was just going to say, if you do own him, though, just hold out hope because I know TK's written about twelve emails asking for that um, try save and turnover tackle he made in the corner, which. As much as I'd hope that he wouldn't get it, you've got to think that should be paid. That was a pretty blatant one in my eyes. I, I didn't rewind it unless the guy just knocked on before he came up to him. But, yeah. So, hold out hope you might get up to 28. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, possibly. It just it didn't help that they got absolutely pumped. Uh, the Broncos did not look good yeah. at all. Rabbits, rabbits were all over him. Um, Big Latrell was running right up the middle. Cody Walker, or the or the or the bunnies boys were just carving them, so um, it wasn't good for any Broncos fans, I don't think. But they're still going well. They've just they've had they've had a pretty easy draw. Haven't had to play outside Queensland, bugger all, for the first nine games. Uh, they've had the Sharks of last year's draw this year. Yeah, I I wouldn't be selling him if I own him though. He, he still looks no, good, no you know. He just looks like a footy player, so. Um, yeah, if he a couple of times he broke he, out and you thought he was going to score or whatever, and he and it didn't happen. But yeah, I wouldn't mind getting him into my team if he didn't get named for Origin. But word on the street is as he's probably leading the race at this stage. So well, you'd have to think so with Paddy's Patty's boy Ponga not playing very well. Uh, we'll get into some more questions here. We got Bernard Harvey, so Catchman a dud. Twenty-two with a try, time to cut losses and move on. Uh, yeah. I, I I missed this one. I missed Catchman, so I was quite happy. I've been quite happy with not picking him up. What do you thought, Trish? <laughs> oh, I agree. Yeah, I I missed him as well. He he is a rough watch. You know, he, last week he might have had four or five missed tackles. This week, as he said, he, he got a try. He's got a twin brother. Maybe they just picked the wrong one. Because this guy doesn't, he's quite small, but he seems to be a coach favourite. I thought he might have got dropped after last week's performance because he was missing tackles real bad. And But no, he seems to be, yeah, it's tough when they haven't made any money. Um, yeah, I guess if you can just go straight to Buller, who's going to be the most popular trade in this week, if you didn't get yeah. him this week, then um, <laughs> do it. Because it, he has got quite good minutes. Like he's averaging 36, but. Mm. He's um he's only had one week of like eighteen minutes and the rest was like fifty six and thirty one. He just doesn't have the output to be a good fantasy scorer. So um, if you can cut your losses on him, get rid of him. Like I say, like Rich just said, go to go to Buller. Looks looks yeah. a gun. Uh, Norton with is it time for Alamotti to go? Another one that I missed and I was like, wow. I actually started with Alamotti, traded him first week. And then was quite annoyed that I missed him. I thought I think he's had a bit of a hard run with a few games. He started with the a zero eight and then got that fifty. He got a seventeen. <clears throat> he got a seventeen, then he got a forty six and a fifty, and then he had a twenty nine against the Warriors. Um and then he's had a forty seven. But he's had like a few games where he's had to go to the wing. The Bulldogs haven't had much luck injury wise. Uh but he has uh, pumped out of 22 and 23 the last two weeks. So what well, like, what are your thoughts, Rich? I don't know if you've got Alamotti or not. 
Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the line. I, do you reckon he should go or not? If you if you own him, would you be getting rid of Alamotti? <laughs> yeah, probably Probably I wouldn't cop those scores. Nah. The, the yeah, thing I think is... I, I think I'm the same. <laughs> I avoided him. And I, I wouldn't keep copping it. You can't keep hoping that he's going to do well because he's getting chances and he's not doing anything. And yeah. we've just talked about Buller. There's a couple others. Yeah. What, what's Alamotti's price at the moment? Do we know? Like, he's definitely made money. I'd, I'd guess around 400 if I was taking a, a wild punt, but uh, uh, I can tell you. He's, he's 415, so yeah, probably lo- he'll lose a bit of cash this week. Um, if B was 37, but mm. yeah, I'd, I'd cut your losses. You made a little bit of money, cash him down, and you can, can help you bring in Hines or JDB or someone like that. Matt Dugan's got got one that I know you love. Favorite topic: cheese and Hopgood making it back into our teams this year. If we've already uh, got rid of them, so I know you've uh, had both of these players in your team, and you no longer have either of them. So, would you consider having either of them back in? Nah, cheese is like a someone you know how you have a mate and they just keep going back to uh, um, like a toxic ex girlfriend. <laughs> that's what that's what cheese is like. You say, "Oh, they've changed. They're going to be better." Yeah. And you get them back, and they're just the same. I um, yeah, no, nah, I, I want to be I hop, yeah. Hop, hop good if you try to do them out. Like, I think you got to sort of cop that and probably not bring them back. But I would like I wouldn't be opposed to bringing them back if you had plenty of trades and that was like your biggest issue. Bring them back, hop good. It's probably not that bad of an idea, but cheese like tonight. He's back in. He's in hospital. Not back in hospital, but he's in hospital tonight after the Warriors game uh, with a crook neck. So uh, I wouldn't go near him. I've, like last year, I picked him up three times or something. I don't know why, and it's probably why I finished so badly at the end of the year. I started with him, which I said I wouldn't this year, and he burnt me again. So. Um, yeah. What about Hopgood? Are you putting Hopgood back in your team? It's got a great buy yeah. schedule. I think yeah, like, like there'll I, be a lot of questions like this week. Like, like I say, if you traded Hopgood, I traded Hopgood to Madison, and that didn't work out so great for me this week. But um, I did that two weeks ago. It's not like I could have reversed. But like I say, with Hopgood, it, w- it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world bringing him back. The eels are starting to hit form. He looked really strong up the middle there. It looked like he was going to break the tackle, like break the line nearly every time he ran, and he always looking for those offloads. So um, definitely not the worst thing in the world that you could do. Yeah, I got lucky, and I'd, I'd held on to him because, again, it was what I was talking about earlier with that buy scheduling. He's a good buy schedule. I was going to hold him, and now I'm getting, you know, you get it rewarded for a bit of loyalty there, but... I can't see myself going back to cheese. I too have been burnt, so that's a no for me. Yep. I just, I just want to bring up this comment here. Uh, it's Aaron from <laughs> he, he's the bro from uh, the You Decide podcast. He's a young Tonema Pears doppelganger. Uh, he said, "Is it sad the Mounties team, uh, women's team, scored more points than the Warriors today? The Mounties women's uh, team won their grand final one nil. Did you see that? Oh." Yeah, when you saw when you posted that, I wasn't sure if you were posting a, a, a soccer score or what it was, but uh, it didn't look close. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I couldn't um, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Uh, what's Cleary could be kicking goals this week and has Warriors and Penrith. They're not going to be scoring any tries to kick goals. No, and it's not in Penrith either. It's a home game. No. Home game for the Warriors. Thanks, NRL. In <laughs> Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt, with uh, is AKP a sell? He scored four doubles in this week's 41, 41 was a second highest score, or will he just keep scoring tries? Uh, you, I don't know. You know, know AKP, yeah, you know me. That's oh, my boy. Uh, I've played, I've had to play AKP twice. Now, once I looped him in when he got his 64, and this week I had to play him and I got his 41. And I've had him in my team every other week and he stunk it up. So he's turned out pretty good for me. But um, Miller will be uh, obviously on the bye this week. And so I think there'll be a few people desperate for wing fullbacks. And so if you've got him, this might not be the week. You might have to sort of either play him or loop him this week. So probably just – but he's going to be a sell at some stage for sure. You can't keep scoring two tries. No. He's good to have his cover at the moment, I think, with AKP. Mm. Um, and he's probably still got a little bit of money to make. Um, so well, if that's your worst problem, well, yeah, sell him. But if you if you don't need to sell him this week, well, I think you've got people would have worse issues than that. Uh, yeah. Before we get into any more questions, Rich, we'll have a quick yarn about the, the Warriors game today. So you watched it over there in Aussie. Yeah, it's quite fun. I went down. I went down to the old uh, surf club, and uh, there's heaps of TV screens. I was watching all sorts of random stuff on TV there, and then but the Warriors had the main screen, and the it didn't. No one was in rugby jerseys except for this Roosters fan down the way, and it was all pretty quiet. And then the Roosters fan started arcing up quite early on, and it was like two nil. And then as soon as the Warriors look, had that dominant period, all the Warriors fans started getting excited. But uh, obviously he got the last laugh. But, yeah, I don't know what you thought. But I thought I'd never th- think I'd say this, but I don't think we're a wet weather team. <laughs> I actually think we go better on a dry track. And, yeah, we just, I don't know, we've got a lot of injuries. Our expectations are probably raised higher than they should have been. Like yeah. I was predicting bottom of the top eight at best um and now we're sort of hoping they'll be top four so yeah I, we just weren't good enough no we, we weren't they were, we like did dominate for big periods of the game um but we just couldn't put points on the board which is always an issue uh if you can't score well you're not going to win um the roosters the like the <laughs> they, was a, very wise <laughs> very wise <laughs> I know, not just a pretty face. Um, uh, it was a terrible game to watch. Like both teams dropped the ball countless amounts of times. Uh, we Warriors like are decimated at the moment. We've got like one fit player. I read somewhere we've got one fit player outside that uh, seventeen today out of our top thirty, who was Ronald Volkman. Um, we debuted uh, Dimitrik. Uh, Sifakula, who has literally just turned 19, who does look like he's going to be quite a good player. Um, he probably won't. Well, he could get lots of games this year with the way the, the injuries are going. But 
when we're missing half our forward pack, like you've got a uh, Adam Fenua Blake playing like sixty. How many minutes did he play? It was 75. huge. He, he only played the whole game. Yeah, and he's he's a big boy, and he looked. He didn't actually look tired. He looked actually great today. Um, but for what? Well, it's good this year that when we lose, you're not too disheartened because last year those games would have been like forty point thrashings probably. So. Um, it's hard to be unhappy with the way they played. No, I think they're all putting in. Um, yeah, we just we lack a little bit of X factor. We seem we rely on SJ a lot and um, bounced the ball a couple of times, just didn't go our way. And, and Vilea almost scoops one up. Would have scored. Would have been up six two early, but no, it just. Yeah, sometimes you're just losing. You went the better team on the day, and, and that was the case. So, yeah, we'll cop it. And, yeah, next week against the Panthers. But uh, I, I should be able to sledge Cleary pretty good and hopefully put him off his game, maybe get him to chase it, chase me from the crowd. That would be pretty good. Get him sent off. Have you, have you got good you got good seats here? you got seats like right on the, oh, right on the field there? I don't, know if you, I don't know if you've teed this up, Tudor, but – because you mentioned at the start it was going to come over with a couple of lads for a golf trip. So I actually bought a couple of tickets, and I've got a spare three-day pass. So if anyone's looking for a spare uh, ticket, uh, they will need an earplug when the Warriors play because I can get a bit loud. But, um, yeah, hit me up in the DMs or in the Talking League Instas. And, uh, yeah, it's just face price I'm charging. Uh, and you're, not scalp- you're not scalping these, are you, Jay Warrior? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I get multiple offers, yeah, I'll, we'll have a Dutch auction. But no, um, I actually think we're sitting in the Cronulla area, so I think TK's organised it. So yeah, oh yeah. So there won't be many people there, so that's good. No. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll finish off with a few questions before we go. Uh, Dwayne DC DCE to Hines worth it for only three rounds playing head to head. Interesting question, eh? Because we don't get many people ask directly about head-to-head, and it is a lot different. So obviously, if that was overall, you'd probably talk them off that ledge. But if you're head-to-head, you probably have your buy rounds turned off generally in those head-to-head leagues. So you're not going to miss out with Hines anyway. So, yeah. And his upside, he's going to average DC by probably 20, 25. So I would Say so pull the trigger if you can find the cash, because it's probably two hundred k difference. Yep, I don't mind that. Jeez, uh, lots of people talking in the comments. It's hard to find a question. Uh, thoughts on <laughs> thoughts on centre Polo stinking it up. Next best trade have Manu Buller. Thoughts on centre Polo. Is he? T- are we talking about the Tigers Polo? Are we here? Centre Polo. I don't, yeah, I don't, you know I don't who, even know which Polo's thinking of. Uh, but let me just quickly check. Uh, can't be going that good, oh, though, can he? No, no, because I'm thinking of Junior Tupo, sorry. Uh, Jackson, he must be th- thinking of Jackson Polo. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's probably... As I say, I've always been a big proponent that in the centre position, you spend the money and you get reliable scorers. Jack Bird, even today... Didn't go great, but still 40-plus, you know, and then he's going to get his 60, 
and he's going to average well. The cheap ones just haven't paid off for many years, so I wouldn't want to recommend a cheap centre unless you've got one. I've got dear centres, so we won't go there. Uh, so we've had this question a little bit tonight, but the the last part of this question is what interests me the most. I traded Hopgood to Frizzell three weeks ago, so I'm all right. But I'm going to trade Murray this week for Hopgood again and bring in Horsburgh too. Thoughts on Corey Horsburgh, Rich? I love him. The the Canberra Raiders should take all their cap that they're getting spare from, get them rid of Jack Wyden and give it to the big red horse. Yeah, well, you're welcome to keep your love for uh, – he can be your love interest because I've – I've stated it before, and I will continue to state it. I have a no-ranger policy, so I cannot have a redhead in my team. And unless Nico Hines dies his hair, there will never be one in my team. Is that because I've got uh, no souls? Or, yeah. I don't know. If I'm, I'm not going that far. But, um, no, they're just ang- angry men, eh? And they're always prone to getting sent off, I reckon. So, yeah, red cards, ominous. But I think um, Sticky talked him up in the presser saying that um, now that he's injury-free, he can handle big minutes. So not that you can ever trust Ricky, but that's as probably a good endorsement as you'll get. I actually watched uh, – um, I don't know how I found it. I must have been, like, flicking through TikTok or something. And I found a Corey Horsburgh highlights package, and it was so good. <laughs> it, was awesome. it was, like, the best thing I've saw all week. Oh, I'm glad you had a quiet day. Oh, you didn't want to answer the question from um, Cute Smile Shooter. Wow, oh. someone's in the good books with Bailey Ballantyne tonight. Yeah, that's my, yeah. That's my wife. It's nice, that's you, nice, n- nice that she tunes in. Yeah, she's probably, probably trying to fall asleep or something, so she's chucked us on. <laughs> uh, thoughts on bringing Teddy in this close to origin? What are your thoughts on this, Rachel? No from uh, me. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe a couple of weeks ago he was worth the gamble. He just still doesn't look like the Teddy we know. He only scored 39 today. He got a 56 last week with a try. Um, normally when he gets to this price now, you'd be all over it. But I think wait till after Origin and even then, who knows what he's going to do. Yeah. I, I don't think it's helped the, the Roosters have looked terrible basically, but... Um, they're starting to look better, so he might come right after Origin, might reinvigorate himself. and Yeah. Um, look, again, we got Robson to Moses. Thoughts? I think they must be bringing them in because they're players that are good for buy schedules, and I brought Robson in this week, um, and he worked out fine. He actually looked really good, I thought. I was surprised he only got 51 points. He ran the ball quite a bit. Tackled hard, missed a couple, but got 51. Great buy schedule. I'd bring him in. And Moses, he's going to be pricey, and he's not going to be – yeah, when he plays a tough team, he can sometimes go a bit missing. He's the king of the flat track. Um, so, but if you want to spend the big bucks, do it. But... Yeah. My, my, I don't actually mind Moses because he – he is king of the flat tracks, like Roosters 39, Broncos 34, then Knights 103, Bulldogs 61. He, got, he did get 72 against Panthers, 77 against the Sharks. So he's probably like the third best um, half yeah, at the moment. Sharks, Knights, 
some of the weakest teams that you can play against. So, yeah, no wonder he scored well against them. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably avoid it at the moment. Um, let's hop good worth bringing back in from Joey. Well, yeah, we've talked about that. I, we're not against it. He's going to score you, score well. I don't think he makes that Queensland team. Um, Hudson, Hudson Young for round 13. I just haven't seen what I like generally from Hudson Young. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like he has a proven gun, and he's probably is going to be a bring in at some point. But like, if that's your only issue, well, Hudson Young for round thirteen, it is, and you've got Hudson Young playing round thirteen. Uh, get a couple of more in. <laughs> hey, Rich, what's thought, your, we don't I have this couple. Yeah, I, d- I thought this. Yeah, was I was going to ask you this one because I got I got the Fox commentators today. But thoughts on the New Zealand commentators? Well, we have Monty and I think, I don't know who the other person is. Not Daryl Halligan, is it? No. no. Um, Daryl Not Glenn Lama. Oh, I don't know, but we, we definitely have Monty. What I, what I normally like about the New Zealand commentators is, uh, one, they get their, they try with their pronunciation. Um, two, they aren't biased. Like, they're generally not biased. <laughs> But today, they were very biased, and they were pretty much every every. They were like us in the in the talking league group chat, questioning every referee's call. Um, Monty was blown up about calls, the shoulder charge, all that sort of stuff. But generally, I I, I do like them. I do like Monty as a as a caller. No, um, there's the I don't. I oh, know I'm going to cop it. Hopefully, we haven't got too many female listeners. But there's a woman commentator there, and she's got a real annoying voice. Like it's real high pitched. Now, there's some great women commentators, so don't slam me for being a sexist. You know, because I think of the one in um, the NBA, and you don't even think, oh, there's a woman commentating. But when it's that lady from the Warriors, it is tokenism. Her voice is so annoying that, and that's rich coming from me. But yeah, I. I, I'm not a big fan. Anyway, I've got myself in trouble now. What about the comment from – I'll move on. The comment from James uh, um, Machilovich. SJ's got to learn to bomb it. Do you know what he means by this? Um, I'm ass- I don't know if you're going to come somewhere from out the box here, Rich, but I'm assuming he's talking about the kick. Yeah. I. This is my pet peeve because – he just he's got a spiral bomb in him, but it's so coach centric these days that kick for the corner, kick for the corner, and it does work ninety percent of the time. But occasionally you've just got to go all Matt Burton on them and just launch a big nuke so that it creates a little bit of confusion and you might get a bounce of the ball or something happens. But we saw one early in the season and went off the side of his boot and went out on the fall and everyone bagged him. So. Yeah, but I, I'm hearing you, James. I'm with you. I thought I thought it was um his, like how he was sort of kicking low a lot today worked really well. Um, yeah, especially in the weather. So, uh, yeah. but anyway, that's it for the questions tonight, Rich. Before we wrap up, we'll do your favourite part of the the segment or the show. Sorry, what's your rank? What did you score this week? Um, trades you're looking at? Yeah. 
Uh, I scored 917 this week, so that's a good week for me because I've bumped into the top 1,000. I'm now 767, and I think we'll find I might have just snuck past old Shooter, so that's always good. Uh, and trades this week I'm looking at, um, yeah, Val Holmes might get a look in on the trading block, and... Yeah, the players that are coming in for sure are Jack DeBellin and Buller. We didn't talk about Buller, but it's going to be Buller to Buller because he looked good, eh? Like, if you can yeah. score 40 points in the rain, I, I was just checking updates, and he was on zero points after 17 minutes. And so to get 41 points in the next 60 minutes is pretty good. He's a, such a big boy because he's got, like, a basketball background. He is such yeah. a big boy as well. And I, I was talking to my, uh, my brother-in-law, John T, last night as the game was on, and um, he did, like, three plays that were, like, a seasoned fullback play. Like, he uh, chased down Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary looked like he was gone for all money, going to score. Chased him down, knocked the ball free, saved a try. Um, set up a try with a nice cutout ball, and there's something else he did. Caught, like, caught numerous bombs at the end um, that looked very tricky to catch, things like that, so... Um, I think my trades this week, Rich, will be will be the same as yours. I don't know what I'll do to get them, but Jack Bellin <laughs> will be one. And, and your team's always Buller. nervous when it comes to your trades because they're thinking, "Oh no, who's who's getting the cut this week?" But yeah, I'm sure you'll find a way to find some money again. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't have too many too many fires at the moment. Like I've only got Miller out last uh, Miller out next week um, from the night, so I don't have too many. F- too many fires, so I scored 900 this week, and I'm sitting at 823. So uh, I started the round at about 13 or 1400. Not not unhappy. I'm glad I'm finally yeah. in the top thousand. So yeah, no, I think I think all the boys at Talking League this week. I'd say 90 percent of the boys went up in ranks, and uh, as I say a lot of them got on JDB, went good. A lot of them. Uh, have now got Heinz, so there's a lot of positive going on, and um, yeah, I guess that's us for the week. Yep. So everyone, catch the boys next week, 12 p.m. at Lefty's Music Hall across the road from SunCorp. There for the Magic Round Live Pod. Um, it's going to be a great, great day. I've got massive FOMO, and I'm very disappointed I'm not going to be there, but hopefully I can get there next year. And I hope everyone enjoys the week. It's uh, ready for Teamless Tuesday and lockout tomorrow and make those trades. Yep, have a good one. And if you need that ticket to want to come to Magic Round, hit me up. Have a good one, Shooter. Thanks. Thanks, mate.